Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, Dan, Dan, pull up a pew. Let me pour you a pint. How are we? I'm I'm very well, thanks, mate. You? Yeah, absolutely marvellous. I'm excited. Do you know why that is? Um, Are you getting a new ale on cask for me? No. Well, yes, I am, but that's not what I'm excited about. Oh. I'm excited because we have announced... That the moon underwater is going to the other realm very briefly for one night only. Oh, yes. We are doing a live episode of the moon underwater with our guest, Ahir Shah, creating his dream pub. Uh, I'm very excited for it. Uh, and if you're a Patreon person, supporter, what's the word? <laughs> Subscriber. Is it? Yeah. Patron? If you're a patronizer. If you subscribe on the Patreon. If you're a patronist, um, then you will have been emailed a code for which to get your tickets now. Uh, and any tickets that are left over will go on sale Friday, the 16th of February, to people who are not patronists. And I'm looking forward to it, Dan. Are you looking forward to going on stage and treading the boards? Yeah, I mean, it will be a be a new feeling for me, I think. I don't think I've I've done anything sort of live on stage like that since I was at school. What was your last theatrical production then at school? I think the last thing I did was probably The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, but I was the book, so I was actually uh, sort of the narrator, so I was hidden. I was hidden. <laughs> you played a book? Yeah, well, you know, the narrator, the the, the actual The Hitchhiker's Guide oh, to the right. Galaxy itself. Okay. I thought you meant you were, like, literally a book. No, 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 no. Uh, so I was hidden behind a thing, so I didn't have to. I, I wasn't actually on the stage. And before that, then it's probably oh, I did drama GCSE. I probably you know I remember. Did doing, you? Yeah. I don't think we got the chance to do drama GCSE at our school. Oh, we got to go to the girls' school for that, right? Because it's you know it's grammar schools in 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 uh, Maidstone. So I was at the boys' one, and you got to go to one of the girls' ones to do to do drama. Yeah. So I'd, I'd have done a bit of Shakespeare. And I've done a bit of. A Taste of Honey, great play. Billy Liar, great play. 
Remember doing those? Well, well, yeah, that was probably it. So, I mean, you're 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 more experienced than me because you've obviously been on tour and on your other pod, haven't you? So, yeah, we've done a we did a happy hour tour last year. Um, uh, but yeah, no, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm looking forward to going out there and meeting the people who listen to this podcast. Don't know what they'll be like. Yeah, could go one or two ways, couldn't it? We just don't know. Looking forward to meeting Ahir Shah as well. Yeah, I went. To, I, I saw him live up, uh, two or three weeks ago. Oh, it was how very was he? good. He was really good. It was a really interesting and funny show. What was the show about? Did it have a theme? Yeah, his theme was sort of, it was sort of based around his grandfather and how his grandfather came over from India and kind of left his family there and kind of had to live without his wife and kids for years. So it was all about the sort of sacrifices his grandfather had made. It doesn't sound like a comedy show, but it is. And um, yeah, talking about how things have changed in this country since. It was really good. It was a really good show. It was a great audience. It was very well received. It was very funny. He seemed like a very nice guy. So um, so I'm delighted because I'd you know, i really like to meet him. So I think it's going to be a great addition. Wonderful. Oh, very exciting. Uh Let's talk pubbing, Dan, because really the main purpose of this show now is just to see how we're doing in our pub leaderboard. <laughs> yeah. Um, sh- should I declare my pubs first or do you want to declare yours? Well, I'll declare mine because there aren't any. I've, I've, I've been very busy with work and I've been to zero pubs. For the first time this this year, this calendar year, I have not been to a pub. But I, I think there are sort of possible plans of a pub crawl this thursday so hopefully i'm going to make up the uh make up a few few uh numbers this week with a bit of luck what tell me about this planned pub crawl well uh i'm going out with some of my friends who i did teachers training with right and um i and i was texting them today and i said uh i'm not going out to try and get content for my for my uh, pub podcast but just so you know i am doing this 52 pub challenge that'd be good if we could go to more than one pub <laughs> and then one of them replied pub crawl yes so um, oh, so I, so we're hoping to go to a few in the peckham rye area i think peckham rye or east dulwich so far enough away from your house to be ones that you're not doubling up on exactly and hopefully there'll be some brand new ones that i've never been to before at all which i'm i'm quite up for I had an incredible moment less than two hours ago Ooh. in terms of pubs. Wow. I didn't go to a pub, but I was walking. My son was at swimming, and I like to walk while he's at swimming because I get – it's a bit hot in a swimming pool. You know what I mean, they're always very hot and humid, which is understandable because there's people in swimwear and stuff. Um, but I like to go out and walk and stroll around. It's better than sort of – Getting your own swimwear on and standing there exactly, watching them, exactly. isn't it? That's not really. I walked down Unthanked Road in Norwich. Uh, one bit of news: uh, the kebab shop that renamed itself the Perry Mo's Perry Perry, mm. the rebrand has not worked and it is fully shut down now. Oh, so that's just an aside. That's nothing to do with this. But the main bit of drama and news was a new pub has arrived. Wow. Like in a in a venue that was previously not a pub. That's exciting. What's it called? It was called something like I think it might have been Hop Rocket. Hop as in hops. Oh, it might not be called that. I might. Have got it wrong. I walked past, just saw it. It was rammed. It looked very exciting. What was it? Yeah, I don't know if there was something going on. I don't know whether it was because I've never even seen first night. Maybe this. I wonder if it was an opening night thing or something like that down there. I wonder if there's a pub quiz yeah. or something like that. I didn't go in because I, I I wasn't really thirsty. Didn't really want to go. In. It was very busy. I thought, you know what? 
I hear that a few days. One day next week, I'm going to pop into what is probably called Hop Rocket and try out the new pub. Oh, I'll be looking forward to the report of that next week. Yeah. But it is rare these days, in terms of pub shutdowns, mm. that a pub comes from not the ashes of a former pub. Do you know what I mean? Just sprouts itself. It is, yeah. Yeah, wonderful. It's going to be very interesting and nice to go to a brand new pub and see what they're up to. Uh, and also the fact it's called like Hop Something makes me think it might be beer-focused. It might be a quality. We'll find out. Yeah, sounds crafty, doesn't it? Does, it does. Crafty could be casky. Who knows? It, it sounds like they care about their beer, and that mm. is something I can get on board with. Uh, I have done one night out this week. I was in the London, and I did two drinking venues that I think will qualify for this. Oh yes, now this was this was the other day, and I I couldn't make it because I was working. Sounds like you had a. A lovely night out. Yep. I went out with a few. I went out with basically about three different groups of people oh. in different stages. Like, so someone would come along, someone would leave. So there were lots of our friends there, but all at different times. Okay. Um, and But I only did two venues. Firstly, was one I believe you've already claimed here, which was the um, Soho Theatre Bar. Great, I have, and I'll add that to your list. It's a lovely, it's a lovely bar. I don't want to be all. Um, I'm from Norwich in the big smoke, but seven pound a pint is punchy. These is that normal in London? Mm, I mean, it's it's certainly getting to where it's over six pounds. Seven seven does seem particularly punchy. Yeah, but there we go. But anyway. Um, I've I've drank wine, in fact, so I don't know, but I did buy a pint for someone else, and um, w- w- I was surprised. But um, and then after that, as the night wore on in Soho, I went to um, a uh, private members' club that I go to called the Groucho Club and drank some wine there as well. Nice, high level. Presume that still counts, even though it's media nonsense. Yeah, I think club, pub, it's a bar, isn't it? I've been in there. It is, you know, you've taken me in there. It's definitely, that is definitely a bar. And we're sort of saying pubs and bars really, aren't we? So, yeah, I think. Yeah. Unless any listeners have got any strong objections, they're welcome to to write in. Um, I, I, I would accept that, yes. Okay, let's go with, let's go with that then. Um, wonderful. Okay, have you got much pubbing planned then apart from your pub crawl? No, just that I think is as far as I know for this for this week. But hope, hopefully, I'll knock off a few there, and then yeah, uh, next time QPR at home at, at weekend there is there is a special pub, I think called the Churchill or the Churchill's Arms, in Notting Hill that I really want to go to with my friend Alex, which looks very interesting. Is that the one that does Christmas really well? It might do because it's got it, it in the it has huge kind of flower arrangements and you know it's like it looks like the entire building's in bloom in the summer. I think they do a similar thing in Christmas in the winter. Yeah, so it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I think we tried to go before and it was so it was fully booked so yeah. Oh, nice. I'm going to be sampling this weekend the pubs of Skegness Butlins. Oh, fantastic. Oh, yes, you're off to Skeggy, aren't you? Yeah. Have you ever been to Butlins? Uh, no. Uh, no. I went as a kid. Excellent. Yeah, we were supposed to go when I was at primary school. That was that was our year thing. It was to Bogner, where, our, where two or three of our friends grew up very close to there, didn't they? Mm. Um, and um, that was the annual trip for our school when you were in year six. And 
that year they were refurbishing Bognor, so we went to the Isle of Wight, so I didn't get to go to Butlins. Oh, well. Um, well, I will, I will let you know what the pub scene is like in um, Butlins Skeggy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I know it's a rather rather plump-looking pub notice board behind you, Dan. I was wondering if you just pick something down and read it out. Oh, well, there we go. Um, shall I go first? Please do. All right. Well, this is from Matt. He says, uh, subject is the nobody in. He says, hi, Robbie and Dan. I've just been listening to your episode with Max Fosh. Great episode. And heard the very brief mention of the Devon pub, which shares its name with Max's creation. I have been to this realm's nobody in a couple of times and would like to give it a hearty recommendation and a proper shout out. It's in the village of Doddiscombley. 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 One of those. I don't know. Yeah. He says, good luck if you're reading this aloud for the first time on the pod. Uh <laughs> There we go. Um, between Exeter and the eastern edge of Dartmoor, and while it's not inside a giant animatronic chicken, if you haven't listened to the Max Fosh episode, that is going to make not much sense. We recorded that a while ago, so it took me a second to remember that that was a giant animatronic chicken. Yeah, I know, yeah. Then I was sort of thinking, we're talking the Angel of the North, weren't we? And yeah. Um, it's a lovely country pub, which does great local beer, incredible food, and most importantly, over 200 whiskies which is amazing. I'm sure Max, with his recently acquired enjoyment of a good single malt, would appreciate this happy coincidence. Uh, and he's attached a what he calls a terrible, blurry old photo, but it's fantastic, actually. Can you see that, Robbie, of all the whiskies they've got on on the optics there? That's a lot of whiskies. I've never seen anything like it. I have been to a place called, I'm going to say, it was a long time ago when, something like Clathag Inn in Glencoe, mm. and it's a walking place. Uh, it's a walking sort of inn sort of thing. It's a hotel. I went there with my wife many years ago, pr- prior to her being my wife, when she was just a woman. Um, and that had an exceptional number of whiskeys. And do you know what? While you talk, I'm just going to look up in my mind the whiskey there. Well, uh, so he sent us that picture, um, you know, essentially... It's a picture of a lot of bottles of whiskey behind the bar. And it looks lovely, though. It's got some some um, glass, uh, you know, uh, um, not tankards. What's it? Sort of um, beer mugs, glass mugs um, in the picture. And he says, uh, if yourselves or any listeners are in that, in that neck of the woods, drop in, keep up the good work in the correct realm, Matt. And how many whiskies was he boasting? Over 200 whiskies. Well, let me tell you, and this is possibly a new conversation starter on uh, the pub notice board yeah the clathag inn in glencoe in scotland has a collection 
of close to 400 wow. malt whiskies and 150 Scottish distilled gins. Wow. It's a brilliant place. And that sounds great. Did you try whiskies? I don't think, I can't remember what I drank. I don't really like whiskies. So it certainly wouldn't be that, I don't think. But I, I, it was, there's sort of two bars, as I recall, and this is a long time ago, so it might well have changed, but there was like a sort of hotel bar that was a bit more plushy. And then there was a sort of proper walking in type side of the place that had like, I think I remember recall. I think it was like wooden floors and live music and stuff like that. And it was it was a brilliant place because I went in the winter when it was really bleak and cold, and it was a love lovely place to be. Sounds amazing. Anyone knows of a pub with more than four hundred whiskies available? Let us know. Um, I'll read the next missive. It's from Der- Dermot in Sydney, and uh, he says, "Dear Robbie." You're completely ignored here. Yeah. Congratulations on visiting so many pubs. Truly a great achievement for one man. But you said you had a pint of Coors Light in the bar at Stanston. Coors Light is not beer. It's sugary water. Please can you come back to the bar and correct this record. Mm. Kind regards, Dermot, Sydney. Dermot, I think Coors Light is a excellent sessionable lager. And I will die on this hill. I appreciate it's not some trendy craft beer. I think Coors Light's excellent. It's your go-to um, session lager, isn't it? It's my yeah. If, if I'm if I'm in the pub watching football or something like that, Coors Light all the way. If it's on if it's on tap, and everyone's now all madry and all that sort of stuff made by Coors. Yeah, yeah. So so no, Dermot, I won't do that because I stand by it. Also, Robbie, I'm not judging you on uh, what you drink in the pubs. We are we are all about the pub experience on the 52 pub challenge. Mm. I, I don't know what what the stands did. Stansted Airport pub was like as an experience, but it was it was it was absolutely fine. I was recent. I was a little while ago. I can't remember if I mentioned on here, but a little while ago, I went to Heathrow Terminal Two, and I went into the pub there. And the guy I'd been there for a couple of weeks before, and he went, "Oh, you were here a couple of weeks ago." I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> if I'm being recognised at Heathrow Terminal Two, um, pub is not that's a great not a sign. good sign. <laughs> it's not. It might just be you're very um, recognisable, Robbie." Mind just be that. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably that. What's the next one, Dan? Next one is from Sean from Kingston. I don't know if that's Kingston, London or Kingston, Jamaica, but he says, hi, Robbie and Dan. Sean, S-H-A-U-N, S-H-A-W-N or S-E-A-N? S-H-A-U-N, so as in the sheep. What's your favourite spelling of Sean? Uh, well, I was a very good friends with a, a boy called Sean when I was sort of around primary school and he spelt it like this, S-H-A-U-N. I think it's the correct one. Seen is wrong. The S E A N. It's it's yeah. It's not right. Um, and sure, I don't mind a Sean with a W. It's not that common though. Yeah, S H A U N. I think is the correct, the one true spelling of Sean. Sean Michaels, of course, the uh, the wrestler spelt it with a W, didn't he? Yeah, the heartbreak kid. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, hi Robbie and Dan. I was recently drinking at the John Snow in central London. I know it very well. Great pub. Been in there many times. Close to where I'm working when I'm editing Taskmaster or edit producing Taskmaster. Uh, And it has a famous water pump outside, which was the cause of a massive cholera outbreak in London in the 1850s. It led me to pondering what other pubs are there with iconic items or memorabilia in or outside them. Perhaps this is something people can suggest. Love the pod and the pub is clearly in fantastic warm hands. Cheers, Sean from Kingston. Yes, great, great topic. I was in a pub in Dublin earlier in the year, or last year in fact, and 
some Irish guys I was talking to, we said, come outside and look at this statue. We went outside. And they had a, there's a statue outside of the bloke from Thin Lizzy. Oh, right. Does that count? Yeah. I think that counts. Yeah. But yeah, that's really interesting. If anyone knows of a pub with some with an iconic item of memorabilia or anything that's caused a massive outbreak of a disease, <laughs> yeah. then please yeah. let us know. Um, uh, Robbie at moonunderpod.com is the best way to do that. Great idea, Sean. Thank you. And I like that he says, love the pod. The pub is clearly in fantastic warm hands. Yeah. I like that. Nice. We've got time for one more, Dan. I think we have. Yeah. Um, and this one is entitled Celebrity Landlords. Hello, Dan Ooh. and Robbie. Oh, you get to go first there. I don't think I like that that much. Yeah, I like um, that. Thanks, Will. Yeah. <laughs> I've just listened to the pod in which you discuss your confusion on the East Midlands. Well, I propose to you another pub town in the region, Retford. With a population of 23,000, the town has 17 pubs, with most of them being within a 15-minute walk. That is quite That's impressive. Great. That is impressive to support that many pubs. That is good. There was once a rumour going around that Tyson Fury was buying a pub in the area. <laughs> Obviously, this rumour spread quickly around town and, of course, turned out to be false. But it did lead to Tyson announcing on his Instagram story that he wasn't buying a pub in Nottinghamshire, which I found quite funny. It got me thinking, which celebrity do you think would make a great landlord? Or alternatively, have you had any unusual celebrity encounters in pubs? My friend is bar manager and once served Paul Chuckle... But he soon left after he overheard some kids repeatedly saying, "Is that the to me to you guy?" All the best, Will. Um, so celebrity ownership of pubs. Who? What celebrities have owned pubs? Um, what was the film director who was married to Madonna? He had a pub, didn't he? Guy Ritchie. That's him. Yep. Um, he had he had a pub in Mayfair. Loads of ex footballers in the old days. Have went to pubs, didn't they? I think that's the big problem of the money in the game these days. Yeah. Is that it means players can just retire without having to get open up a pub or yeah, yeah. What I, I like, I liked in the old days where you could get someone around to your house. You go, hang on, is that Steve McMahon doing my scaffolding? That sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like when players had to go on to other careers. Famously, Stuart Pearce was um, a qualified electrician and used to advertise his services in the Nottingham Forest um, programme every week, looking for looking for business on the side. Yeah. So he could play and then you could get him around your house to do your, do your um, rewire. Yeah. Any unusual celebrity encounters in pubs? I was once in The Wrestlers in North London and I was uh, actually doing a bit of filming uh, for a TV show. And um, we looked round and in the corner were Python legends, Michael Palin and Terry Jones, having a little pint together. And um, Michael Palin came up to me and said, uh, oh, what are you filming here then? And I told him what we were doing. He says, oh, very interesting. And I said, I don't want, you know, obviously we'll make sure you're not in shot. He said, oh, thank you very much. I'd really appreciate that. Obviously, as everybody says, nicest man in the world. Wow. And um, and then years later, I became friends with Terry Jones's son, Bill. I'm friends with him now. Oh, nice. Through sort of friend of a friend. Yeah. So the Python's probably the best that I've had. When I was at university, I came back early one year for term. I think I had lots to sort out or something to do for exams or something. That doesn't sound right, does it? Name me. But it was, I had something to do. And I came back a bit early and I went to the student union bar before it was before the students were back. And they would have, they do like conferences and things in the summer and people would, or, or, or out of term time. 
and that. And there was someone I knew worked at the bar, and I was with my friend Tiger, who um, he's called Tiger because he's in a film with Michael Caine uh, as a child actor, The Fifth Protocol, I think it was. Is that right? Fourth Protocol? Fifth Protocol? How many protocols were there? I can't remember what it's called, but I just remember this story, yes. Yeah, so he he is um, he was a child actor, and his character was called Tiger, I believe. But he, um, he he was I was with him in the bar, and we were chatting to someone who worked at the bar that we knew, and he said, um, "Patrick Moore, the astronomer, oh. is in the back bar." We were like, "No way!" Because I because. It wasn't so much the astronomy side of things, but I remember Games Master, the computer game show that was on TV when I was a kid, and he used to present that. Yeah. So like, wow. So we we said, what's he drinking? And he was drinking like gin and tonic, I think it was. We went like, can we buy him a gin and tonic? So we went, yeah. So this guy got him a gin and tonic and took it over to him. And he just sort of beckoned us over. So we came over and we we're like, hi, um, Patrick Moore. <laughs> and he goes, come and have a drink with us, lads. Oh, and we fantastic. spent the entire night just getting smashed with Patrick Moore and all these top astronomers. And there's one guy there who was apparently one of the like the, the top astronomers in the, in the country, if not the world, like really top of his tree. And we got him so drunk that he, that he stood up and said, right, where can I get a fucking kebab <laughs> at the end of the night? That's amazing. It was really good and it was oh, so lovely. that's brilliant. Yeah, so so that was that was that was really nice, and what what he also a really lovely man. Well, I think I I did know someone that was in a pub with John Motson once, and he was he was quite obsessed with. I think they had some sort of cheese boards there, and he was quite obsessed with that late great John Motson. Yeah, apparently, he kept shouting, "Barkeep, more cheese!" and getting more cheese sent over. That's what I remember from that. Oh, and talking of that. When I was when I was just moving to London, I was out in a bar in Putney, and Mark Lawrenson and Ray Stubbs were in there from. They'd, they'd finished doing Football Focus in the afternoon, and it was late afternoon, and um, uh, and so I went and took because I wanted to get into sort of uh, TV and sport, maybe sports journalism or something or commentating. I don't know. So I went up to Stubbsy and asked for some advice, and he was. He'd had a few drinks, but he was very friendly and very nice. And so was Laura, actually. They were lovely. That's lovely. Yeah. That's good. Well, I think there's a couple of, there's three things there probably, isn't there? There's, 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 have you met uh, someone famous in the pub? Who do you think would make a great pub landlord? But uh, I think if anyone can beat the Patrick Moore story. Yeah. Who have you met? Who have you met in a pub? I think is the, is the key. Mm. That's the bit I'm most excited about there. Any celebrity guys in pubs, um, um, what will they like? And hopefully we'll get some juicy goss, as I believe the kids probably say, or at least did in the 80s. Yeah, the most impressive one would be great. I think, I think Patrick Moore currently sits on top. Well, let's see, see what we can get. Yeah, I mean, I will also say that the Monty Python guys are quite... Oh, good. yeah. That's great. We, yeah. We've set a bar, haven't we? We've set a bar. We have indeed. Right. Um, Robbie at moonunderpod.com if you've got anything, uh, any comments about the issues raised on today's uh, pub notice board dan i think uh, i need to get going and um just wait in in the venue for a shark i'm so excited i'm just gonna hang out there from now onwards <laughs> so um remember if you want to get tickets uh friday 
is the day for all you non-Patreon people and Patreon people can go and get tickets now. Uh, Dan, could you please remove the pub notice board using a sledgehammer? Certainly. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 